Welcome back, wonderful listeners, to the Trey Hand Therapy Center, where we shape minds and change lives with your absolutely wonderful host, Shanna Trahan. You can now purchase the book, 10 Ways to Be a Great Parent, on the TrahanTherapyCenter.com. It's been officially endorsed by a school board president. It's not just for parents, it's for anyone who lives or works with children. Now, on to our show. Hi everyone, it's been a while since I've been on here. I really miss you and I have something I think that you'll enjoy today. So in my position or role as a school counselor currently, I have to work with parents and students, educators, stakeholders in the community as well. And it's very important that I'm a good listener that I show empathy, compassion, and genuine interest in the things that parents, students, teachers, and others have to say about whatever is going on. Today I called a parent about their child who receives 504 services And the child has been diagnosed with ADHD. And one of the things that was really cool is that there is a thorough, in-depth report about the findings when the child was initially evaluated. So as I'm reading through this information, I'm looking at the recommendations from the psychiatrist to the parent regarding the child. So I called the mother because it was just yesterday when I observed this student behaving at a level that let's just say was at least three grade levels below their current grade level. And I had observed this on several occasions within the past seven days. Call mom. Hi, mom. How are you? Have a little conversation. Hey, I have a question. Has your child's teacher called you as relates to your child's behavior? Oh, no, I haven't received any phone calls. So I look into our system and I notice that there is one phone call from many, many months ago. So I go on to read the information on the evaluation and then I ask the mom, I share with her what I've observed. And so I asked, so what is it that you're doing to help to minimize some of these behaviors. And she said, oh, well, my child is okay. So I sat there staring into the, uh, to the computer screen in front of me thinking to myself, I hear you, mom, I really hear you. So whenever 
a parent lives with a child who has a diagnosed disability or concern, certainly it's difficult to hear things about your child. Certainly it's difficult to process that and to recognize it and make good decisions about how to move forward. Sometimes the parents don't have enough information. Sometimes they just go by hearsay from friends, neighbors, and family members. And other times, some families do listen to doctors or get second opinions and do some research before making a final decision about how to handle their child's concern. So in this situation, I was taken aback because we began to discuss the recommendations that were made. And each one I asked about, the parent noted, oh, no, not doing that. Oh, no, we don't do that. Oh, well, they offered us counseling, but they said if if the child did not take medication, that the counseling would not work. And I paused and said, hmm, okay then. So as I shared with you earlier, your child is struggling in class. Literally, I saw your child standing up, dancing around. Your child sat back down and was moving around, fidgeting as if they were fully unable to sit still and relax while there was a speaker visiting from a different campus in the room. So mom, I, I, I don't know, I'm not judging her. It just seemed like she was in a state of denial. Like, okay, I know this is what they said about my child, but I'm really not looking at doing any interventions to help the child to be more successful. <laughs> she didn't say those words, but it's kind of how it came across. So I mentioned, I said, well, I'm not a psychiatrist. And I thought to myself, nor do I play one on television. But there are other ways of trying to approach this particular concern. We're talking about diet and and intake. We're talking about exercise. We're talking about reducing screen time. Just a lot of different things that parents can implement in order to attempt to minimize the ADD or ADHD symptoms, does it mean that for any child it will be 100% corrected? No. So anyway, we had this conversation and mom says, oh, I guess maybe I'll look into the diet thing. And I just thought to myself, it was a mere maybe. Here I am talking about your child their future, and their well-being. And all mom could muster up was a maybe. I'll be right So in my conversation with mom, I really believe that I was being so supportive of mom as well as the student. And I asked if she had considered several different things. One is that often medication can help, but you have to communicate with the doctor, work with your child, your child's 
teachers to see whether or not it's having the positive impact it's meant to have. And I asked, I said, well, have you considered the fact that if your child is struggling to the degree that I've observed them struggling, that they're only getting 60 to 70% of what the teacher is teaching? So in a year or two, they'll be probably a couple of years behind in school. And mom said, yeah. And I thought to myself, so it doesn't matter to you that without implementing something or putting some interventions into place that your child could fall further behind in school than they are right now? So I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, you know, Nana. And I'm just thinking, I I just, I felt like mom was really oblivious to what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to tell her that she must administer medication because that's not my role. But she just seemed to be very hesitant to do anything about the child's condition, though the child's condition is also adversely affecting their peers because the peers stop doing what they're doing to observe what her child is doing. So quickly, if you have a child that you're taking for a psyche valve, I would say read through the information carefully multiple times and then consider the recommendations. When parents go in sometimes to see a psychiatrist or someone prescribing medication, some parents I've talked to have felt as if they just didn't understand enough to make a good decision. One thing I want to share with you is that it is important to read up on whatever it is that the doctor is saying to you. Certainly the doctor is a professional and well-versed in their profession. However, knowing and understanding the benefits, the pros and the cons of using any medication is very important. And you can certainly obtain those from your doctor, from your local pharmacist, online. There's multiple resources and that are valid. And um, it's just really important that you consider all the options. And if medication happens to be the one that could work for your family, then if you're concerned about the dosage, talk to your doctor. Doctor, what doses is this medication given in usually? What is the lowest dose? What is the highest dose? What would a child, my child's age, height, weight, Usually, how much would it usually take to help them? Two milligrams, five? And understand that each medicine is a little different. So if one medication is 2.5 milligrams and a different medication treating the same thing as five milligrams, it could have a different level of an effect. And every medication does not work on every person the first time. Some medications take three to four weeks to be fully ingrained in the bloodstream. So 
for some of the parents who give their kids medications five days a week and then don't give them to them on weekends and then turn back around and give it to them on Mondays, you're messing up the natural flow of things. It is important that when the doctor prescribes that medication, it's intended to be in the bloodstream at a certain level at all times. And whenever you start skipping doses, then you're not being true to the actual prescription and the way that the physician meant for, for your child to take it. So I'm saying all of this to say this. If you're ever in a position and you have a child that has a disability or a concern that needs to be fully thoroughly evaluated by a psychiatrist, my suggestion is just to get the full evaluation, get all the fine details, make good decisions with informed people who can help you and who trust who you love, who loves your child, and make good decisions together. Don't rush into anything. And also, if your child is highly distractible in class, creating a major nuisance in class, it's very important to get with a counselor, a therapist, or someone who can do an intake on your child, go through the sociological background, find out where have they been, what things have they experienced, in order to begin to address some of the concerns of your child. While public education is free in the sense that you don't have to pay a direct tuition, it's important that all parents care about and be interested in their children. However, also ensuring that their child is not such a distraction that they're taking away from, one, the teacher's ability to teach the rest of the class, and two, others being able to pay attention and learn from and through the lesson that is given or taught by the teacher. So parents, hopefully there's something that you got from this and you're able to use it or share it with a family member or loved one. Please don't be that parent who doesn't take any action. If you have questions, reach out, speak with someone, ask someone for help, but don't stay stuck in the mud. Please take action if your child is having concerns. And again, it's very important that you give the physicians all of the information. So if they have a teacher, information from the teachers, information from the parents, and then information shared from the child directly. All of those components put together can help the psychiatrist to put together the best plan for health, stability, and wellness for your child. This has been Shanna Trahan at the Trahan Therapy Center. Have a lovely day. It was lovely having you join us. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe below and like us. Check out our blog at trayhandtherapycenter.com. Remember, every day is a holiday. Treat yourself with a copy of the book at thetrayhandtherapycenter.com and share one with a friend. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend too. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.